Praise the Lord. God bless you. It's so good to be here this morning. Amen. Amen. As Pastor Redfall said, I bring you greetings from the nation of Ghana. As a matter of fact, from the continent of Africa. Amen. Amen. I think the third largest continent in the world. I bring you greetings from there. And they all send the love. And they love you so much. Hallelujah. But this morning I want to declare that God is for us. God is for us. And because he is for us, the devil is annoying. The devil is angry. The devil is not pleased. Because God is for us. Amen. Amen. I came this time at a time that I little expect I would have come so soon in my life. That my mentor was being called to eternity. Now many of you think that Papa is my mentor. No, Papa is he's not my mentor. <laughs> Mama Pat was my mentor. Because many times I will call and he will pick the phone. I said, hello, daddy, how are you? Please, can I talk to mama? <laughs> I'll be frank with you. I remember one time I was going through serious challenge in the ministry. One of my pastors was about to pull out. And I felt obligated to keep him from going out of the ministry. And I just felt I was broken. I was broken. Because my mind was, what will people say about me? What will people think about me? What people will say? That was my concern. And I needed to talk to someone. And I called that day. And God was so good. Mama picked the phone. And she picked up my fears. And this is what she said to me. She said, Joshua. All those who begin with you will not end with you. And it looks like a burden, a heavy load, a heavy weight was taken off my head. I went to the office, I called the other pastor and said, you know what? I have a fresh revelation. I said, all those who begin with us will not end with us. And they thought I was so brilliant, you know. They thought I was so wise. But I didn't tell them my secret. (laughs) But I felt you flying over here was a difficult time for me. I was in the city of Accra when I flipped on Facebook. And I saw a message from Pastor Woody, and he said, this is a sad time, and I want to know what was the sad time. I was in the, I was in the car, and then I flipped onto my Facebook page, and then I saw my mama's picture. And me and my wife in the open street, we went round. But then we took consolation from the scripture, that she had fought a good fight. She has run the race. And she has finished her course. Had she not finished her course, 
God would have kept her here today. She had finished her course. Because I remember very well, many years ago, I sat with her and she told me that it has long been her desire to have a degree program at college. You know what? That college is in Ghana today. We graduated our first degree students. And now we have two groups. Associate degree and bachelor degree. And to the glory of God, now we have 17 Bible schools. 22 churches. All because of her influence. Her motivation. And her encouragement. We wept. We missed her. But you know what? She lived a fulfilled life. She had run the race. She finished her course. The greater things that we can do right now for her is to continue the vision and the ministry that she had poured her blood and her life into. Amen. And that is our goal. We will not back down. We will not quit. And what the devil meant for evil shall be reversed for our good. The minister will explode. God will be glorified. And the devil will get a red eye. Amen. So I'll be frank with you. God is blessing the work in Africa. Around the world. I was blessed by Pastor Andre. Testimony last Sunday. And then I began to understand why life church, why life church. You know, I'll be frank with you, man. If you're a member of this church, you are on the cutting edge. The devil doesn't like you. So every time there's a prayer meeting call, please respond to the prayer meeting. Pray. Because from this church, nations are being reached. From this church. So I see myself as the Apostle Paul coming to this church. This is my Jerusalem. I have so many things in common with the Apostle Paul. He was shot. And thank God I'm not tall. And I believe he was black. I don't know. <laughs> thank God black. Amen. The Apostle Paul began Bible school in classrooms. And most of my Bible schools are in classrooms. He was a planter. I'm a planter. So I'm like the Apostle Paul. So here today, I have come to Jerusalem. This is my Jerusalem. As a matter of fact, it was this church that brought me into the kingdom of God. Some of you who do not know, I got born again in this ministry. So many years ago. In the 80s. And this is my roots. And Pastor Scott, I ain't going nowhere. Brother, I'm, Papa, I'm stuck with you. <laughs> and you can't put me out either. Because thank God there are many doors. You throw me out that one, man, I'll make my way through the other door. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. But I tell you the truth. God is for us. Amen. So we'll go to God in prayer this morning. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness. We crown you King of Kings. And we crown you Lord of Lords. Papa, you are the reason 
of our living. We say, Lord, be glorified. Thank you for what you have done, what you are doing, and what you will do. You will perfect that which concerns us. And Father, out of it all, you will be glorified. We give you the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please, if you have your Bibles, go into the book of Mark. Now, those of you who will not be here for the second service, please, I want to beseech you by the mercies of God. Get the tape. Amen. Because God has a word for the second service. Mark chapter 10. We'll read verses 46 to 49. And I'm reading this morning from the King James. The Bible says, And they came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Tamios, sat by the highway side, begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort. Rise, he called thee. Hallelujah. And this morning, I want to encourage you on this theme that I have chosen. The devil cannot shut you down. I say the devil cannot shut you down. So don't allow the devil to shut you down. You know, we are living in a very interesting time in the history of of mankind especially the church when there is everything orchestrated by the enemy is pointed directed towards the church with one aim to silence the church and if you can allow the devil or if you will allow the devil to shut you down, he will also hold you down. If he can shut you down, he will hold you down. If he can shut you down, he will keep you down. And you are not fulfilled your God-given destiny. But I'm here this morning to encourage you and to charge you that the devil Cannot, will not shut you down. Here is a blind man called Bartimaeus sitting by the road backing. Heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth passing by. But if you follow closely, he did not say Jesus of Nazareth, he said, Jesus, thou son of David. (laughs) 
he went into the archives of the covenant and he remembered the covenant that God had made with David. And he understands the provision within the covenant. So therefore he was claiming his healing from Jesus. And when Jesus heard thou son of David, the Bible said Jesus stood still. Now can you imagine the number of people that followed Christ? Because in the previous chapters, he has healed, he has performed miracles, and the news of Jesus spread all about. So the crowd was very thick. How could Jesus hear this blind man amongst the crowd? Thou son of David, have mercy upon me. And I believe who he was and how he was. People felt that he would not have no attention for you. You are a blind man. Look how filthy you are. You haven't even shaved. You may not have taken bath for some days. It's not about you. So don't shut up, Bartimaeus. Just keep quiet. It's about those who are walking about. But blind Bartimaeus remember that if I let Jesus pass by, I will remain where I am. Therefore, he began to shout out the more. As they silence him and quiet him, the Bible says, He shouted the more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. Children of God, don't let the devil shut you down. When I talk about the devil, I'm talking about the system, the world system. I'm talking about those who the devil will put around you. He will bring people in your path. He will bring people along your way. And they will only be there to silence you and shut you down. If the devil can ever shut you down, he will keep you down. But if he cannot shut you down, he will not keep you down. You will fulfill your promise. You will fulfill your destiny. What God has for you, it shall be yours. Thank God for the economic. Thank God for the world system. Thank God for all what is happening. But I tell you one thing. If the devil can never shut your mouth, you will win. Hallelujah. Because the Bible says, if thou shalt say to this mountain, if thou shalt say to this mountain, if thou shalt say to this mountain, it shall come to pass. If thou shalt only say, it shall come to pass. Child of God, the devil will not shut us down. Hallelujah. He cannot and he will not. Let's go to the book of Numbers. Let me show you something else in the book of Numbers. Glory be to God. The devil cannot shut us down. Who? He cannot shut us down. Numbers chapter 32. The church of Jesus Christ is too big to be shut down by the devil. He will try in many forms, in many ways. But he will never succeed. Glory be to God. Numbers chapter 32. 7 to 9. The Bible says, And wherefore, discourage ye the heart of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord had given them. Thus did your fathers, when I sent 
them from Kedesh Barnea to see the land. For when they went up unto the valley of Isco and saw the land, they discouraged the heart of the children of Israel that they should not go into the land which the Lord thy God had given them. Hallelujah. This is one of the strategies the enemy is using in these last days. It's the spirit of discouragement. And I learned this from Papa many years ago. He said, deception is to believe a lie. Whenever you believe a lie, you are being deceived. And the devil is throwing discouragement and deception into the lives of people in order to silence them and shut them down. So it is very important that we surround ourselves with people of like faith. I tell people all the time, the Bible instructs us to love all people. But when it comes to making friends, be selective. It's not everyone who can be your friend. It's not everyone who can be your friend. Because there are some who will come your path. And the sole purpose is to distract you. Frustrate you. Discourage you. And cause you not to fulfill your God-given destiny. Hallelujah. Israel was distracted. God has promised them the land. And here comes the discourager. We can't take the land. There are giants in the land. The Anaks are there. We are grasshoppers. Do you know? No one has done this in your family before. Who you think you are? Look where you're from. And in the midst of all these things, we need to open our mouth and say, If God be for me, If God be for me, child of God, don't let the devil shut you down. Don't let the devil shut you down. There are times you have to speak to yourself. You have to preach to yourself. You have to look into the mirror and say, Self, hear the word of the Lord. Don't let the devil shut you down. If he can shut you down, he will keep you down. And I'm, I have a good news for you. And I'll be frank with you. There are no more better days. But this is what the Bible says. Daniel 11.32 They that know their God shall be strong. And they shall do exploit. From the fall of Adam and Eve, there had never been no good days. But they that know their God, who shall have good days? They that will refuse to be shut down will have good days. We are in the time when the church will have to show who their God is. And I'll be frank with you children of God. God will glorify himself in these last days through his people. 
Because when the world goes down, the church of Jesus Christ must go up to reveal the glory of God. It happened in the days of the Roman Empire. When the church was being persecuted, the Roman Empire went down, but the church went up. We are not going down with this world system. We are going up. But we will have to speak our way through, open our mouth, make some prophetic declarations, declaring who we are and whose we are. And as we make those professions and confessions, you know what we are doing? We are sowing seeds. We are planting seeds. We are planting seeds. If any two can agree, after anything shall be done. If we agree with this book, it shall be done. If we agree with the word of God, too, it shall be done. Hallelujah. The devil can't shut us down. Oh, glory be to God. Let's look at another scripture. Glory be to God. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. First Corinthians chapter 2. Glory be to God. Verse 2, verse, chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Romans chapter 8 says the same thing. The kind of man, the kind of man cannot understand the things of the Spirit. You see, children of God, when blind Bartimaeus was crying out the name of Jesus, thou son of David, the kind of mind said, hey, shut up. He doesn't need you. Shut up. And when you begin to make prophetic declarations, and everybody else around you is saying something negative, and you are standing on the word of God, making your confession listen to me people will try to shut you down because they will not understand where you are they cannot comprehend what you are doing you are at a different plateau far above where they are and they will say you are crazy haven't you heard what thou jones reading is haven't you heard the price of gold on the market you know i was riding with a friend the other day and not not too long we saw the price of diesel almost four dollars right he said pastor josh almost four dollars i said i'll buy six dollars six dollars brother and you know what we are still planting more bible schools and we are still playing in more churches. Because when God calls, he provides. When God sends, he provides. If it is of God, it will stand. If you are fulfilling God's purpose, he will provide a needs. Children of God, the devil will not shut us down. Glory be to God. No matter the circumstances, no matter the challenges, the devil will not shut us down. Because greater is he who is in you. Than he who is in the world. 
My, 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 my. I thank God for the media. I thank God for the news reporters. I thank God for the televisions. But let me tell you one thing. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. What he has called you to fulfill, you will fulfill it. Listen to me, child of God. The devil will not shut us down. We are marching forward. That's what the Bible says in the book of Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor sit in the seat of scanners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in the Lord does he meditate day and night. That man shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. He leaves shall not wear, and whatever he does, whoo, whatever he does, it shall what? Prosper. Be careful in these days who you have to be your counsel. People that counsel you. We have a big movement. I don't know whether it's in your, We have a big movement in Africa called the, 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 the women's rights or some kind of rights about women. Big old thing that started in China, Beijing, five years ago. And it is sweeping across our country. And we have these women who have come together, organized some association, called themselves advocating for the rights of women. And most of them are not even married. Some of them have never been able to keep a husband. And here they are telling other women. (laughs) Well, I hate to say that. But I tell you, if you cannot keep a husband, you haven't been able to keep a home, you can't tell nobody how to keep a home. I told my church one time, I told my church, I said, look, there are certain people when they write certain books, if you have to sell everything to buy it, buy it. If Pastor Scott read a book on faith, if I had to sell my shoes, I would sell my shoes to buy it. He lived by faith. But if someone else write a book on marriage, you know what? I won't buy it. Because marriage is not what you read in the book. Marriage is what you live. It's a day-to-day experience. Mama, right? So if, 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 if you had a priest, oh no, I'm sorry, a pastor, you know, writing a book on marriage, I would advise you not to buy it. <laughs> Amen. So be careful of those who you have as your counsel. Because the Bible said, blessed is the man that walk not in the counsel of the ungodly. And in these last days, there are people who will be placed in your path to guide you, to advise you. But all of the same, it will be to your destruction and to disadvantage. Be careful. There's a scripture I want for us to look at very quickly. Oh, 2 Kings, 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 4. I love this scripture. 2 Kings chapter 4. Second Kings chapter 4. You know, I'm a Bible school teacher. All I do, teach Bible school. Second Kings chapter 4 and verse 23. This is a story about the, 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 the widow, the Shunammite, who Elijah came to her house and she blessed the man of God. And she was old. The husband was old. And the Bible says he prophesied that next year by this time you have a child. And the Lord blessed her. The Lord honored the prophet's word. And she had a child. And the Bible says it came to pass while he was in the hot sun with the daddy. He had a heat stroke. And the child died. And he brought the dead child to the mother. And placed the child on the mother's lap. 
And look at verse 23. The Bible says she was going to see the man of God. If you mind, let's go to verse 22 and 23. And she called unto her husband and said, Send me, I pray thee, one of the young men and one of the asses, that I may run to the man of God and come again. Look what the husband said. And he said, Wherefore will thy go to him today? It is not neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, It shall be well. It shall be well. I want you to understand, if you have time, read the whole chapter, you will get a full understanding. But here is the woman, here is the woman who said, look man, this man has prophesied in my life. He has given me joy. It has come to pass. Now the child has died. Let me go to the man of God. And here is the intellectual husband. Wise husband. He said, why go to the man of God? It's not the new moon. It's not the Sabbath. So what he was saying, don't make the trip. It is useless going to the man of God. Why go to the man of God? What was he trying to do? He was trying to shut the woman down. Silence the woman. The wife. And in those days, women were submitted to their husbands. So she, she were required to give into the husband's decision. But you know what? Thank God for those women who are hooked to God. Who knows what God has said. And no matter what nobody else says, she will do what God has said. She said, listen to me. I understand. It is true it's not the new moon. It is true it's not the Sabbath. But listen to me. It shall be well. And the husband called to the woman, is she dead? She said, it shall be well. She got to the man of God, and the man of God sent his servant out. The servant stopped the woman. He said, how are you? How is the son? How is the husband? She said, it is well. Amen. Woo! Amen. It is well. What was she doing? Seeing what the word of God says. Refusing to be shut down, child of God. And there are many days we'll have to tell the devil, it is well. It is well. No matter how I feel, it is well. No matter what they have said about me, it is well. Nobody in my family has made it, it is well. Nobody in my household has done it, it is well. Because one plus God makes the majority. One plus God. If you can only agree with God, you will see the salvation of the Lord. Yes, it is well. Talk about the man of God, Elijah. Elijah, God was about to call Elijah. Elijah was walking from one place to another with his seven Elijah. And Bible said he came to Jericho. He went to this other place, went to that other place. And the sons of the prophets went to Elisha. Elisha, do you know that today your master will be taken from over your head? Elisha said, well, you know, I know. You know what Elisha said? He said, yes. Hold your peace. Oh, you look at me strange. Let's, let's go back to the Bible. Let's go back to the Bible. You look at me strange. Second Kings chapter 2. Second Kings chapter 2. You look at me strange. Glory be to God. Chapter 2 and verse 3. 
And the sons of the prophets that were at Bethel came forth to Elijah and said unto him, Knowest thou that the Lord will take away thy master from thy head today? And he said, Yes, I know. But what? Hold your peace. You know, the sons of the prophet sign just like us in our days. Do you know no one has done this before? Do you know? You know, if someone had told me about 30 years ago that I would have planted these many Bible schools and done what I'm doing, I would say, you're crazy. <laughs> Papa knew where I began. He knew my roots. A little village boy in a village hut. And someone had come and said, no, you, you're making a sad mistake, not me. You're talking about another Joshua. Where is he? <laughs> Hallelujah. And it went to Elijah. Elijah, do you know that today the Lord will take your master from your head? All it was designed to distract Elijah. Amen. He said, yes, I know. But, hold your peace. And there are many days children of God will have to say the same thing to those who will come our way. Yes, I know. No one has done it. No one in my family has done it. No one in my neighborhood has done it. My name is not even mentioned as doing it. But hold your peace. Hold your peace. Because the devil will not shut us down. Hallelujah. In the book of Proverbs chapter 24 verse 16, he said, though a righteous man falls seven times, he will rise again. A righteous man will fall seven times, he will rise again. Because what? Falling is not the end of your life. Champions are not those who have not fallen. Champions are those who have fallen but they rise up again. So even if you have fallen, you don't stop because you have fallen. Rise up and keep moving on because what? There's a goal set ahead of you. Even falling should not stop you. I love those who fall and rise up again. A failure is not a failure unless he quit trying. If he quits trying, then he's a failure. But as long as you are failing and you are trying, you are not a failure. But when you quit then you are a failure. Amen? Amen. Child of God, press on. Press on. Press in that you will press through. Press on. The future is bright. The future is bright for the church. I don't know about the world, but for the church, the future is bright. But if the devil can ever shut you down, he will keep you down. Don't let him shut you down. And you will press on. And if God be for us, who can be against us? I guarantee you one thing. We will make it. We will excel. We will press on. Life church is moving forward. The devil meant evil. It shall be for our good. He will not stop us. He will not shut us down. We will press on. We will press on. And we will fulfill our God-given assignment. Shall we stand please?
I want to pray for you this moment. And then I give it to Pastor. Our senior pastor will come and close us. I just want to pray for you this morning. I don't know where you are. I don't know what people have said about you. I don't know what has been said to you about your past, about you not making it. But I'm here to declare you will make it. You will excel. You will win. Because if God be for you, my prayer for you is that you will not be shut down by the forces of this world. You will not be shut down by what happens around you. But you will press on. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for our mother church. Father, you have destined this church. You have strategically positioned this church. As you strategically position Israel, so have you positioned this church. That Father, from this church, the gospel shall be preached around the world. Father, we stand with mixed feelings. We stand, oh God, with heavy hearts. But Lord, we know one thing. You are for us. The devil will not shut us down. He throw his market ranges at us. He will throw his stuff at us. But Father, we will press on. We will bleed like blind Bartimaeus. That we will cry the most. Thou son of David, have mercy upon us. And Father, as you stood still and responded to blind Bartimaeus, you will respond to the crowd of your people. We bless you, Father. We pray for Papa. We pray for the family. We pray for the church. Oh God, we thank you that you will perfect your healing process. It shall work out for our good. And what the enemy meant for evil shall be for our good. We give you the praise, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.